thank you for joining us today on the Cortez Law Firm's podcast. My name is Stephen Cortez, and I'm an estate planning attorney here at the Cortez Law Firm in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And just a quick disclaimer, because we are attorneys, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And you and if you do have a legal question or a legal situation, please consult with an attorney or an estate planning attorney in your hometown, in your home city. Today, we're going to talk about guardianship avoidance and why we spend so much time on it. One of the things that my clients always comment about is how much time uh, in our estate planning questionnaire we spend on guardianship and, and basically what you want to happen during your lifetime. Uh, we spend a lot of time in that document talking about what you want to happen in your, in your lifetime. And like I've said in other podcasts and some of our YouTube videos, a lot of people think that estate planning is all about what happens after you pass away. But the reality is you really need to think about what you want to happen during your lifetime. When you don't do that, you can end up in really a horrible guardianship mess. We have seen some really absolutely stressful, uh, horrible, uh, and scary guardianship proceedings uh, just within the last several years. And, and over the last several years, really over the last two years, we have seen more and more guardianship proceedings. Um, and I think that's uh, because as our population in the United States right now is starting to age, there are a lot of people out there who really just don't have anybody to take care of them or they haven't made any plans for what would happen if they were to become incapacitated. So first of all, your question might be, what is a guardianship proceeding? Well, I like to call them, for really lack of a better term, a living probate. A probate obviously happens after somebody passes away, and it is a really long and emotional process. Now, imagine that same process, but the person you're talking about is still alive. You're having to get up and talk to a stranger, a judge, other attorneys, possibly question by other attorneys, if, you, if they put you up on the stand, about your loved one who is still alive and what you think is the best course of action for your loved one. Most of the time, a guardianship proceeding proceeds very quickly and efficiently. So a lot of them that we see, uh, a son or a daughter comes into our office and says, my mom or dad is not doing well. They're starting to forget things, leaving the stove on, uh, buying things unnecessarily off the TV or off the internet. And if there is certain proof of that, then we can go to the courthouse and get a guardianship relatively quickly. Unfortunately, what can happen is maybe your kids don't agree with what your husband wants to do, or they don't even agree within themselves or with other stepkids on what should happen to dear old mom or dear old dad. Can you see where I'm going with this? A guardianship proceeding can get really messy really quickly. And I'm not even getting into Medicare and Medicaid proceedings that can happen when a guardianship proceeding because literally they look at the total assets that are in the marriage. Then I have heard of some people even getting divorced as part of guardianship proceedings. We've never seen that just so they can get the benefits for their particular husband, wife, mother, or father. And that to me is just crazy, guys. You're trying to get a guardianship, let's say, for example, on the husband. Think of the emotional toll that would take on the wife when her kids tell her she has to get divorced from the man that she has loved for the last 30, 40 years just so that he can get the proper uh, Medicare, Medicaid 
uh, benefit. They have to deal with their loved one getting a divorce from them when they know it's so clear that their loved one doesn't even know what's going on. Because that's why we're on the guardianship proceedings to begin with, right? So I can tell you right now, if you have not made plans for what happens if you were to become incapacitated, end up in the hospital, or if you're just never going to get better again, you might need to make those decisions. If you're married, you need to sit down with your husband or wife, your life partner, and really have a serious discussion of what should happen if you or them get into an incapacitated state. Guys, again, I used to see these guardianship proceedings maybe two or three times a year, but we're seeing them now two or three times a month. And I really do think it's because our population continues to age. The people in that population, you guys, who I'm talking to, are not making plans for what happens if you get sick. It's so vitally important now. Talk to your estate planning attorney or your personal attorney, whether it's us or somebody else, wherever you are. Talk to your spouse or your life partner. And find out exactly what both of you want to happen if one of you are to become incapacitated. It's so vitally important right now, especially with the COVID pandemic going on. I'm not even going to go into the cost today, which can be completely outrageous for a guardianship. A guardianship proceeding can cost as much or more as a probate proceeding. We have had several guardianship proceedings in the last several years that have cost way over $20,000 and almost $30,000. Can you imagine that? Fighting with another family member over what is to happen when with the same person that everybody loves, but nobody can figure out and come to a general consensus of how to work together. And so you end up in court proceedings spending tens of thousands of dollars, $30,000 just to decide where dad goes or where mom goes or whoever your loved one is. So guys, we're seeing this over and over again. Talk to your estate planning attorney and get a guardianship plan in place so that you don't have to go through a guardianship proceeding or your spouse or family doesn't have to go through a guardianship proceeding. I'd be interested to know how many of you have a plan for incapacity. And I'm not just talking about insurance that helps pay the bills and that kind of stuff. I'm actually talking about how many of you have a written plan in place that specifically states what would happen if you were to become incapacitated right now. I'd be interested to know, so let me know in the comment section below if you have an incapacity plan or not. The bottom line in all of this is to make sure you look at your estate planning questionnaire and you guys decide what you want to happen. It's so important nowadays especially with what's happening out in this crazy pandemic. We don't know what it's going to come out to be. We do know that we can plan for it and we can plan for our own personal care. And it's not just the pandemic. You can get injured in a car wreck or even just slipping on the sidewalk, walking down the street. That's why they're called accidents, right? Make a plan and make sure everybody knows your plan, what it is and how to access it in case something were to happen to you. The great thing about all of this is that it's up to you on how your estate plan is structured and customized specifically to your needs and your wants. And guys, I know I've thrown a lot at you, so that is why we have prepared our free estate planning guide. I will put a link in the description section below so that you can get started in the right direction and fill it out in your own free time. Well, that's all for today. If you've got value, then please follow our podcast 
and don't download it so you'll get notifications every time we post a new episode. And if this really is your first time here, then stay a while. Listen to some of our other podcasts and don't forget to check us out on YouTube where we have over a hundred videos on estate planning, probate, and trust administration. We may just have some of the answers to some of your questions that you've been thinking about in either our podcast here or our videos over on YouTube. Have a great day and as always, have an awesome week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.